Hello, everyone, and welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. I'm Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you, Jordan, for just, like, counting us in. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's episode 90. I'm about to cry. 10 more episodes, 200. No, seriously. I just really feel I'm about to cry. Wow. Nobody's even consoling me. You not. <laughs> I got my hand over my face and nobody thank you Eric damn nobody gave a fuck well I can't Jordan <laughs> gonna was, pass me weed I was gonna say I, I that's can't that's how you console a bitch weed like that's how you console me you were just staring at me no, you fucking blow what am I supposed to do you could've been like her? it's okay man it's alright I didn't girl. believe it she was just looking at me I was like yo you suck um yeah, just like fucking 90, over 90 hours of just shit. <laughs> over 90 hours. Like, oh my God, that's like how many days? What? <clears throat> like at least four? Nobody in here know how to do math. No. So we just going to end this right now. Definitely with the art school. Uh, Yeah. Liberal arts ish type of person myself, um, but yeah, we just got days of content is my point. So it takes you guys like it would take you guys like a few days to binge listen. Like that's insane. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, how was your week? Um, it was cool. Um, definitely a cool week. Learned a lot. Lived a lot. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, goals. Um. Oh, I finally well today I did it. I um I cooked for um for my lunch tomorrow. Nice. Good goal. Good healthy healthy goal. Um for me, I went on three interviews within the past 24 hours. That and is wild. That was a lot, but I'm happy that I've just kind of um been getting my skills up because I haven't really felt like going outside recently. So I'm happy that I just went outside and did it and put on my best face. So we'll see how they goes. But regardless, I just was happy. And you got your hair dyed again. Yes, I went lighter. I'm even lighter. I'm a lighter blonde at this point. I went from being goldy to like um platinum. Platinum. Like Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani, Cisco, you name it. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy with my hair color. I can't can it wait. go lighter? It can go lighter than that. I will try to. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get it lighter. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, she said one more until you storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. I wanna look like storm. So I'm happy with my hair. Can't wait to wear it curly. Can't wait either. I'm excited for it. <laughs> really but beautiful. um let's talk about Fave Four for this week. So this <laughs> week's Fave Four is all about our four ingredients to the perfect summer bay. All right. So I'm thinking <laughs> like where you where you would spend your time with this babe, what they would look like, like what the situation would be, anything you can think of, just the four ingredients to the 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 perfect bay. Boop boop. So I have obviously you gotta be funny mm-hmm. because I can't be around people that's not funny. And I don't like corny humor people are like, uh uh-huh, I'm sarcastic, but yeah, like get out of it's here. It's like you really not funny. So somebody definitely does funny that's gonna have me like who crying um somebody that's adventurous mm-hmm. somebody that's not fake adventurous somebody that's gonna be like hey what time you get up for work i'm like oh blah blah, blah. and it's like let's go to syracuse <laughs> new york 
like whoa yeah like that's and that's a like, good ass place to be like because you could say let's go to syracuse new york and you're like all right but i got work in the morning they could be like well we can leave real early yeah <laughs> like something like that yeah. like I, somebody that's just like wow that's somebody like let's go to spain and you like what nick like <laughs> can we like like maybe through a few weeks i need a few weeks to go to spain yeah um somebody that's well-rounded um, I know people, this is a big thing. People are like, somebody that can hold a conversation and they can't hold a conversation. Like somebody that's like constantly up with like topics. Mm-hmm. Like somebody that's like, oh, have you, like that's a talker. Like mm-hmm. that's like, oh, what do you think it is? This, 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 blah, blah, blah. Or introduce me to something. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, that I can learn from. So I guess that means like, you know, well-rounded. Another one, somebody that's outgoing. Because sometimes people are adventurous, but they're not outgoing. Exactly. Um, and the two are not, like, they don't go hand they're not in synony- hand. Yeah. yeah. They're not yeah, uh, synonymous, right? That's, yeah, or, you know what? I started that word, and then I felt uncomfortable saying it. So I was like, synonymous, and I thought you were It might gonna- be, but you know Ryan will correct us. But yeah, um, of course. But um, white, pri- white privilege. <laughs> T. The T jump. But, um, but yeah, somebody. The T jump. <laughs> but sometimes people aren't outgoing, even though they're adventurous. Somebody that's like, you know, want to try new things. Or that um, can be around your friends. Yeah, they can be around Because I'm just sick. thinking, I know somebody, Papa, yeah. that is very adventurous. He's but not outgoing. But he's not outgoing. You get him around a bunch of people, and it's just like, crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> It's yeah. like, okay, listen, at some point, you going to have to be around people other than me. So you need to learn how to fucking talk. Yeah, that's just so wild to me. So, yeah, somebody that can, like, you know, talk, entertain my friends. Uh, mm-hmm. If I go up to go to the bathroom, I'm not worried about if they sitting at the table. You pee, peeing fast <laughs> trying yeah. to get back. Like, oh, my gosh, they're alone. Like, yes. I don't want you to feel nervous, you know? So I feel like that's ideal. I like that. I like that. That's a good. That's a good bay right there. Um, for me, uh, a little bit more um superficial. At uh, first, I would like them to be just <laughs> just rich because honest, not because I want anything from them, but because I'm tired of worrying about their pockets. Like at the end of the day, like if you are rich, like and I have. I don't think, like, I don't know what this guy's situation was, if he was just, like, wealthy or just well off. I don't know. But it was so nice that every time we went out, it wasn't me trying to over, like, I don't know. It just was nice to not have to worry about it. especially because this is a summer fling. Yeah. Like, this is not, like, we would have to split bills together, nothing. It would just be like, oh, yeah. you buying me ice cream or you taking me to, you know, this place or you, dri- you driving instead of me. It's just... Yeah, so I would like that person to be rich, just wealthy, um, <laughs> talkative. Because in the summertime, I like like you. I just like to hold long conversations. I think it's something about like just being outside and walking. I need you to know how to talk for a long time and not make me angry with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys I, that I know that are talkative and they think they know about the topics that I'm interested in, they have it all wrong. More important, like they're usually like a hotep of some sort. Mm-hmm. And like if if they start talking about veganism and if they're vegan, they, then they want to talk about Dr. Sebe and why <laughs> cauliflower is bad. Or if they are like interest, intr- if they're pro-black, then they want to talk about how we were kings and queens instead of and generational wealth versus really talking about the toxic masculinity and other issues yes. that truly do break down our community. So I want somebody that can actually hold a real like thought provoking conversation that's summer bay 
Also, foreign. I want you to go to hell back where you came from at the end of the summer. I swear. I like talking to guys that are visiting. That's the best fucking time. Every time I, and like, I know, I know, I've done this enough time to know. When a guy visits Philadelphia, right, and he goes back home to two or three months, you have such a ball in those two to three months because they're there for a good time. They don't want to be lonely and you're there for like, and they kind of depend on you to do with, to do things. Mm-hmm. I like that. Also, sometimes people from out of town, they know the city better than me because yeah. I think that I get so stuck in my neighborhood that I don't really, I don't Google things and people from out of <laughs> town do. Next thing you know, they're like, Hey, you heard of this restaurant? I heard this really good on Yelp. And I'm like, no, because I've been, going to the Whole Foods Hot Bar for the past three years. So they can kind of show you new things about Tricity and you show them all the cool things that aren't on Yelp about Tricity. But most importantly, they go to hell back home and it's just an experience. That's it. It's no pressure. If you're in love, like you'll make the long distance thing work. But since it's the summer fling, probably not in love, right? So um, finally, just fine. Fine, fine, fine. I'm looking for... When people are fine in the summer, they're just finer, in my opinion. (laughs) But, like... The sun glistening. The sun glistening. Every guy that I talk to from, like, out of town has been... Has looked better. And I think that's what attracted me to them. And I don't think... Philly do have handsome guys, but a lot of times their attitudes aren't aren't handsome. Yeah. And so it's... It's very illy, so it's nice. Damn that jacket, loud as shit. I know. I was trying to be like quiet, but I didn't even move my arm that much. It just was like, mm. <laughs> oh, she I'm, got this fucking loud as bubble coat. I'm like, damn, I know you cold, but I'm like really cold. It's, a, it's okay. Just keep them arms still. But yeah, that's my fave four: fine, foreign, talkative, and rich. That is very shallow, but it's fine. It's summer. Yeah, it's summer. Summer is the time to wear a crop top and be shallow. Because I thought, I was like, oh, like, I'm going to put Rich down. And I was like, hmm. Then, but I feel like if you're adventurous, you got to have some sort of good income. I don't know. Because niggas be like, yeah, I know this free, like, (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, like, if we just, like, go to the the free route. I'm like, ew. (laughs) I don't want to do the free thing. (laughs) It's going to be crowded. Like. Can we pay to get ahead and to be like, <laughs> I want to be like, breezing down a freeway, just me and my baby. Like, I want to be like that. I want to be like that in the summer. Yeah. I'm not trying to date no fucking camp counselors. <laughs> They'd be like, if you go with me and my kids, then you can go to Dorney Park and get in the wave pool for free. Like, no, I don't want that. So, and it's, it's okay to be superficial because it's just a summer fling. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Dang, I should have put on a quieter coat. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you can't, you a slave to your coat. You can't move. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to toast for assist. This week we're our to- we are toasting to Ma- Malinga Mulandima. Okay. She is an African writer of the new Netflix animated series called Mama K's Team Four. So cute. All right? So it's an animated series about uh, four 
African superheroes. And mm-hmm. it's really, really cool because it takes place in Zambia. So thank Wakanda, but they're four teenage girls um, in this futuristic version of Lusaka, Zambia. And the uh, Arthur Malenga, she's actually Zambian herself. So it's really cool that she was a- she's able to produce this. And I'm just going to show you the picture real quick. Like, these they all come in oh, different yeah, shapes. Oh yeah, I and saw sizes. that. I saw it on the shade room. So cute. Yeah, so that's really cool. Um, and she said that she was inspired to uh to write this cartoon because she loved cartoons growing up, but she never seen anybody that resembled herself and never seen them in places that resembled where she was from. So she said, um, in creating a superhero show set in Lusaka. I hope to introduce the world to four strong African girls who save the day in their own fun and crazy way. Most importantly, I want to illustrate that anyone from anywhere could be a superhero, which goes, you know, really, really deeply. We all need to see that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch it. Like, that is bomb. So Shouts to Netflix. They trying to overcompensate for fucking Monique over, but <laughs> you know what? But this at homecoming is a is a good start. I but now so. you know why they couldn't pay Monique because mm. they was all out of money after Beyonce drained their pockets. And for fuck uh giving Amy Schumer's <laughs> chicken nugget hit ass the yeah, bag. True. Like I said, it would have been all good had Amy Schumer not got the money. True. Cause she's not even funny. She's not funny at all. Um all right, tea time. Sorry, I just it just brings me so much joy. Game yeah. of Thrones. It's back. It's back. I need to watch that episode again now. I do um, need to watch the episode again because I think the um endorphins were running. And we was making jokes. And yeah, we like were that. and I couldn't find how to put the closed captioning on. <laughs> it was a lot. Because it was some stuff people making jokes about. And I'm like, I don't I'm like, remember wait that. A second. Wait, what? Because I don't remember the bit about the elephants. Me neither. I don't remember that bit about the elephants either. I'm so happy you you admitted that. Cause I felt like dumb as shit for not getting it. Or were they I thought that they were calling Cersei Dumbo. So I was like, oh, I get it. She's stupid. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, I think she said something about elephants. Yeah, instead of dragons. But I, I didn't um, get that part. But yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it again. But um, it was it was beautiful. At first, the be- like for some reason, I felt like... I just, I'm like, okay, this is definitely, I feel like, a new production team. Because I felt like it was like shot differently. Definitely, um, yeah, there are different directors for yeah, each, each episode, yeah, each but this, episode. I feel like this was like a director that's never directed it. Oh, a game damn! Film. So you thought it looked amateur? No, not amateur. I just felt like it was like a different feel. I thought it was a I, well, winter's here, so of course the feel has to be a little cold. I, no, I feel like the the look of it was different, like the camera angles and how it was just I can't explain it. It makes sense in my head, but I just feel like it was different. It was like it was a new take. Yeah, that's why I feel like it was somebody that's never directed. But you thought episode. it was intentional, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. As long as you, because I agree with you, I definitely think I it didn't was think different. It was yeah, I definitely agree that it was different and intentional. But like, just a quick run through of all characters, what we're thinking right now. So we got Cersei. Still a dumb bitch to me, but I love Cersei so much. I just first of all, I was so I was cracking up at that <laughs> that quote she made that all the girls gonna be quoting all summer. What did she say? You gotta buy a you can buy a whore, but you gotta earn a queen. <laughs> just a bust it wide open two point four seconds later. Me. For your rhymes, pissy ass. Me. And so I, <laughs> I, I hate a fake city girl. I hate a fake <laughs> city girl. Like, do not quote that. If, and then, like, what? That was weird. But I feel like... I was rooting for her. I feel like it's something. She did it for some reason. Oh, of course she did it for some reason. So she could pin the pregnancy on him. But I just felt like just you could have kept that quote to yourself. Like, you could have saved that for a new nigga. That was the front. Duh. 
I just, I hate it. Do nothing without intention. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I know a bunch. What killed me was seeing bitches like, I know that's right. But the thing, oh my gosh, now thank you. She pinned pinned the pregnancy on him. And they could be like, him? And she was like, he took advantage of me. Said something like that. And then, bam, he's Everybody was there. They saw him not do it, so. I think that you can only lie, but so so hard. <laughs> also, she True. she promised to like marry him. You know, back in the day, people were like, "Women, you can't get raped by your husband." You know, like <laughs> back then. <laughs> yeah, we know different, it. but I I think that I my hope is that Cersei is dead before her plans comes into fruition. <laughs> oh, I hope she's dead I by break. episode four. That will really upset me. If she's not dead by episode four, I want my money back. What money? I don't know, but <laughs> I want it back. So. For paying for HBO. True. Yep, I want my coin no, right on back. I love her. I can't wait till she dies. That's You're exciting. So mean. It's exciting to know that here's the season that Cersei dies, and nothing is more. Who said it? She's dying. Okay. I'll bet money that she's dying. There's no way she can. Not live. that soon. Episode four. How many episodes are supposed to be? I think eight. Hmm. Maybe six. But she's definitely got to go, and she will go. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about Arya. I love little Shay Shay. Real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. I love her. Like she, she just so like she just she makes sense. But I honestly don't like I know she tired of telling her story, but when John asked her she used needle and she's like once or twice, I'm like, no, talk to him about this. <laughs> tell him you an assassin. Yeah. Like I just feel like like no, he I want to see John's John dumbass probably like, oh yeah, once or twice she uses it. Yeah, she survived <laughs> alone for eight years, yet but she probably never killed. Like he has no clue what she's going through. And I'm like, this her homie. But, I want her to be like, yo, you ain't gonna believe this shit, but right? The thing is, I change my face sometimes. When the time comes, he's gonna be surprised. I know. It is gonna make for a better um pre- like review, reveal, <laughs> I guess. But I'm so impatient. You love if it talking. were me. If it were me and I hadn't seen like one of my favorite, my popping sibling in years, I'm like, bitch, sit down. Let me tell you. Let no, I've been through it these past few years. Like I had to deal with some shit. Okay, like I'm like he like, well, I killed her. I'm a back back to me. Um, <laughs> I know you talking about this army of the dead, but I just want you to know that I have you. Like I got it. I've done shit. It's gonna be. There was a waif. That bitch was on my ass. She's dead. <laughs> and plus, she Walter not. Frey. He's dead. <laughs> like that's the first thing I would have been like. I redeemed the family's honor. But also, she's just not somebody of many words. When you've been through that much, you just like can't admit, can't relate. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm just. I get what you're saying, but I, just, <laughs> I was like sitting there, like, what they gonna talk? Like, I just. It was such a warm greeting. I just wanted them to talk more. But if it were me, the whole hour would have been Ari and John catching up. Period. <laughs> Sansa and Khaleesi. Um, my thing is, Sansa, you have no fucking powers, bro. Like she's not wrong though. She's not wrong, but I'm like, who the, wh- who the fuck gonna feed these dragons? <laughs> But I'm like, what is like? She got a lot of sass, but what's the what's the backup plan? But I guess she's just saying to Giants, I I made a plan, you agreed, and now you just like she wasted her time making a plan. But to Giants' point, it doesn't matter what the fucking plan is because none of us are going to survive winter. Yeah, none of us are going to survive winter. I do think he's been a little dismissive of Sansa. Who and she's the reason why they're all alive because if she didn't have uh, Littlefingers by the 
nutsack last like last season, yeah. they wouldn't ever even beat Ramsey. So I'm like, now that you're getting some some cuckoo from Khaleesi, don't don't start acting funny towards Sansa because he was like Sansa just thinks she knows everything. <laughs> I'm like, you're being Me. very he's being very dismissive. And Khaleesi was like, I'm her queen. I'm like, give it some fucking time. She need to cool off with give that it queen some shit. time. That's why I'm nervous for she when she really Nicki Minaj. She like that's why I'm nervous <laughs> for when she found out the tea about like Jon Snow. Yeah. And like she might try to kill the nigga. I feel like all Khaleesi's identity has been since she's gained power was that she's a queen. So she finds so much power in, in being a queen and she's got fucked over so many times by being too understanding. So I get her yeah. sternness, but you also have to understand when people need to warm up to you. Yeah, and like, excuse me. I feel like what's going to happen is she's going to find out the truth and then she's going to try to sick her dragons on John, and they're not going to go. And, it's and that's going to break her. Two years ago, I would have never thought Khaleesi would do something like that. But I think she's becoming a little mad. Yeah. Like her father. So I'm like, hmm, we I shall like see. We could go- be totally wrong. True. She could be like, oh, shit. So it's only right that you're my king and I'm your queen. We can rule together. But I'm with I'm with you. I think something's going to happen with the dragons. And they're not going to they're not going to compute. And she is going to be like, get him. She's going to be like, my babies. My babies aren't listening to me. John's gonna be like, listen, I don't want this. <laughs> he just don't want to be promoted, and like, no, I understand. I, it was a lot. Of, <laughs> it was a lot of diddling around this episode where I'm like, John, you're the main one talking about the army of the dead. Meanwhile, you trying to, you know, get some yams <laughs> in these caves. Like, stop playing. And um, come on, like he haven't he haven't been like you know. You mean to tell me it probably took them three months <laughs> to get back from wherever they were <laughs> on that ship. He probably was busting it all no, different directions. Not with his clinch draw. He probably was stressed the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> she touched him, his shoulders go up. He high probably was like, shit. I have to focus. But now yeah. he's like, all right, now that we Now we back land, in Winterfell. <laughs> he's like, now I can fucking. Back clap. And now we in my hometown. <laughs> it's nothing like getting the draws in your hometown. <laughs> Because Josh don't be stressed the fuck. He's somebody that like he can't get yes, an erection because he's stressed. Or or he <laughs> it, it goes quickly. <laughs> yeah. You like, did you just come? <laughs> we were talking, they like they start making like war plans and he was oh fuck. You like, wait a second. That's my wait baby though. I, really... I don't Josh Snow is too people like him, I can't find them attractive because he's always just marching around. The thing and is, I'm, I'm the like... hound is sexy. But um, I want him to get me pregnant, but I want nothing to do with him. Good luck. <laughs> I know. That's He's good. a cancer. Yeah, in the shelf. Yeah, Johnson. Johnson was a cancer. I also I like how Kit Harrington doesn't have to do any cons- costuming to be Johnson. <laughs> he really got the same. <laughs> but I was watching something earlier where he said he like broke down when they took his costume off. He said he felt like they were like skinning him. Alive, he's so attached to the Jon Snow costume. I know, and he said that he would never do if they asked to bring uh, Game of Thrones back. He said he'll never do it again because it was just it was a lot mentally for him, which is amazing. I like, mean, his fucking actor, character is being that he and it, like he is the hero. He is yeah. the perfect hero, and I fucking knew it. I have always loved him since the first season. You have, you absolutely have. Thank I thought he was alright. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you absolutely have. Uh, but Brand is slowly becoming <laughs> my favorite character. No, did you see that? They, somebody had posted a gif, and it was like the moment where Jon Snow knew Brand was like creepy and shit. Or yes. what fucking said a fucking weirdo. Yeah. 
Yeah, like he said, he hugged him and he said some creepy shit. Yeah, because he was like, you've grown so, so much or something. He was like, not yet or something. Yeah, he said, he said you're a man now. And oh, he yeah. said, not, not quite. Yeah. We're like, hello? <laughs> and John was like, <clears throat> anyway, Sansa, uh, that shit made me mad because I'm like, just because you know the future don't mean that you have to say weird as shit. shit. Like, you could have been like, hmm. you know what I would have, I would have liked if John Snow was like, you're a man now. And, him, and he went, hmm. That would have been fucking weird. So weird, but not quite. Because it's like, what are you? What needs to happen? It makes it seem like he' about to do something. Like when I kill you all, that's when I'll become the man. But <laughs> creepy as shit, and not quite. <laughs> it's like Prince. It's like when Dave Chappelle was doing Prince. That's what Brian remind me of. And he is just. <laughs> He really be fucking tucked under his blanket, <laughs> waiting for anybody to not tell the truth so he can say, <laughs> well, if I remember correctly. It's he really like, just uh, was spilling this. I was like, whoa. Nothing funnier than when Jamie got off that ho- That was like such a great television moment. I'm happy I witnessed that shit live and with you and Kiki. Because we were all screaming so loud. That shit was crazy. Jamie gets off the horse. Looking at his surrounding, happy to be away from Cersei, crazy ass, lead a pass behind him. He's smiling and shit. He like new beginnings. New beginnings. Turn around. Bran got that. <laughs> he under his fucking mink uh, blanket, tucked, knucked and tucked and staring. And all you saw was his head floating. That's the crazy part. <laughs> and oh my, he, the so, actor who plays Bran doesn't get enough credit. He don't, but also. He doesn't get enough credit. Jamie probably thinking like, what the fuck? How did somebody that's handicapped in this fucking century <laughs> survive this fucking long? And does he remember like what I did? He, and that look confirmed. Yeah, I do. I that fucking was do so remember. wild. He really pushed the kid out the fucking window because he was clapping his sister cheeks. And he caught it. And that, the clapping was very aggressive. Like somebody, I like saw a, a like, a flashback to that and I'm like that was really disgusting but it was I like when somebody paralleled that he pushed Bran out the window on the first episode. episode of the first season yeah. and then kind of seeing this like this episode in the first episode of the last season it's like what other parallels are we going to see this season like that is outstanding like this is one of the best written shows Ever, so ever, weird. ever, 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 TV history, and I think that in the like this time of streaming, this will probably be our last time watching a show together. This type, like tuning in. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm like sad that wow, it's white ending. people really went off with this. They really snapped. I'm sorry, like this. This is Breaking Bad. White folks snapped with Breaking Bad and, <laughs> and Game yeah. of Thrones. Like, I really did. Y'all, did y'all fucking did that. <laughs> Y'all really did that. And I don't, uh, it was one of those shows where I didn't even need to be included. I didn't need, like, it's great that Masande and Grey Worm were there, but I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's it's great. It, it's it's fine. Period. No niggers. I'm with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was laughing because my dad, because, like, Marlon Wayans, like, made a joke to myself, ain't no brothers in there, whatever. My dad was like, it's a made-up Nordic world. <laughs> <laughs> Bad as shit. Did he say that on his post? No, my dad said we was watching the we was watching a TV together. He said it's a made up Nordic world. <laughs> that is so funny because when your dad get mad, he's like, "The fuck is this nigga talking about?" <laughs> and it's fucking Nordic. Like he's not. 
again, it's all <laughs> historically correct. If there were black people, I mean, there are dragons, which, by the way, I think the dragon's eyes should be bigger. I'm like, I don't like these dragons. True. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I look at them, I'm like, I don't think these dragons are cool. And it's because where did they get that dragon's eyes were this tiny? Like, yeah. every reptile has, like, distinctive reptile eyes. Yeah. And they, they have beady-ass mouth eyes on these big-ass dragon faces. It's just, they, I don't really like the dragons. Yeah, I like them when they was little. Yeah, when they little, they look, like, very, tr- like your dad said, Nordic. Yeah. <laughs> like, but now they just, they be looking like fucking demons and i'm like mm. yeah their eyes do need to be bigger because like and on the side of their head yeah because um, like i want them crocodile. to look like the dragon from um shrek, shrek. <laughs> <See? Pretty>. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I, i'm just very i'm really excited um speaking of hbo there's not going to be any insecure until 2020 and that makes me very upset That's like so mean that is very fucking mean um, apparently I'll play Issa Rae what the fuck <laughs> they, they, uh, all, there's a lot of content going on and apparently according to like H, some HBO chief some content is put on hold uh, that includes Westworld um, but also Issa Rae is booked and busy so that's a large reason for why Insecure is being put on hold all right, I ain't got shit it's to do your HBO. show give me a fucking show HBO but I feel like Issa like everything else you do is second I'm just saying that because I miss Insecure. But <laughs> how about say, but what the bag look like? <laughs> the, here's what I'm saying. If Insecure is coming back in 2020, for forgiveness, it better be a fucking hour long. True. But that's what Donald Glo- Glover did with um, Atlanta. Remember Atlanta ain't come back until, like, was it two years or, like, one year? Yeah, it was definitely a while. But here's the thing. HBO, I don't know if anybody that worked with HBO listened to Black Girl Bunch, but I don't got shit to do. So, are y'all trying to free me for these capitalist chains so I can live out my dreams and have a show on HBO? Seriously, like, I don't even, like... I got shit written. I just, yeah, and, like, I just be... I could just be my... We could just be ourselves, dead ass. (laughs) Yeah. We could do this shit and y'all could just record it. (laughs) Yeah. People will fucking watch, like, Jesus and Mero. And we don't got shit to do, like... We not going to cancel on y'all. I'm like, Tommy, I ain't got no (laughs) job. Let me fucking, let me on that stage. I'll be like Steve Harvey. I'm I'm a nigger. It's like, I'm just kidding. Y'all want to fuck around people that's busy. Like, come on. Exactly. It's a bunch of boring bitches. ain't got shit to do. (laughs) And I would keep, I would make y'all the priority too. (laughs) Yep. But like, shouts to Issa. Yeah, true, I guess. <sighs> I mean, we gotta suffer, but yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I guess this is a great thing for her growth or whatever. Shouts to Issa Rae. I guess. Um, moving on to Patty Labelle. Patty, Patty is releasing a line of uh frozen uh Chinese foods. I think that that's hilarious. I like, think it's what funny. the fuck do Patty Labelle know about Chinese food? Apparently, she's partnering with restaurateur Stratus Morfogan. Who the fuck is oh, that? I thought no. Beef Stroganoff. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure Stratus is a uh, Asian because I'm like, well, what the hell he got to do with this or she got to do with this? If uh, if if they not Asian either, like, okay, Stratus is one is a guy and Stratus. I'm doesn't look Asian to me. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I'm correct. <laughs> he looks pretty white to me. 
I don't know what he has to do with Asian food, but anyway, I'm just I want to see what y'all what y'all doing. I that's how I feel. that sounds nasty to me. I just want to see what y'all doing. I feel like <laughs> she gonna have like sweet potato lo mein or some shit. Oh, <laughs> guard, <laughs> pecan wine time. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> that's so nasty. Fried chicken, fried rice. <gasps> fried chicken, fried rice. I think that's normal. Fried chicken. Fried rice? Chicken fried rice? No. Oh, you're talking about like fried chicken. Little chicken bits. I'm about to say fried chicken. I'm about to say, oh, that's some new shit that uh, people on. She going to be like, ah, I'm going to make food unhealthy. Ew, stop. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Sound just like Payla. <laughs> that's so creepy. I got a lot of talents. <laughs> I don't like that she's doing this. Uh, I, was gonna say, I don't like that you did that. I was like, all right. No, I won't fucking do it again. Stick to her fucking pies. Well, she, she gonna get she gotta get that coin. Don't she got enough coin for them fucking pies? Is there really enough coin? <laughs> no. Not in this fucking capitalist world. She could be like, hi, I'm Patty LaBelle. <laughs> <laughs> Try my mashed potato foo young. <laughs> Have you been thinking about this? No, I'm coming. I really have not thought about what I was going to say about Pablo Bell. I swear to fucking God, this is it's just very natural for me to think. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I picture her like a kimono on the cover, (laughs) and she got like bangs and a bum with like. No, I picture her like mixing every Asian culture like together (laughs) in like one outfit. (laughs) She be a geisha. <laughs> and then she had like the hat like the people in Thailand wear. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And she be like, try my Dan Dan noodles. It's like, bitch, you have no credibility. Why would we eat this shit? And then she just starts to, every time somebody asks her a question, she starts singing. <laughs> like gravy smothered Dan Dan noodles. <laughs> All right, I'm done with this. I went too far. <laughs> You gotta try my sticky rice banana pudding cups. <laughs> you are you still talking about food? <laughs> <coughs> oh golly! Oh. Ew, I said, "Woo, golly!" <laughs> talking about Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh. Anyway, uh, Kim Kardashian is going to be a lawyer. <laughs> I know she probably bailed me out. She like, judge, I object. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> it's not fair. My thing mm-hmm. is, I have a lot of evidence. Um, <laughs> but honestly, like, I don't think it's that weird that she's. Yeah, it's not that weird. I don't think Follow, it's that weird. Following her father's footsteps, and you know, she could definitely do a lot of good. I feel like she has it in her to do um, some good things. It is. Um, yeah, it's not that weird. It's not that weird. And also, I feel like my thought process, if I were her, is gonna, would be like, I got to do something because you're getting closer to 40 years old. And if you look at all the vixens, unfortunately, Hollywood does like to throw people away. And it's not even, it's not out of the, it's not out of, um, it's not an out of reach idea mm-hmm. to think that even a Kardashian could get thrown away. There are plenty of people. Once they mm-hmm. get older, 
They do, they become irrelevant. And her sister could like her younger sisters is like they because people love replacing people. So yeah, they love replacing know. people. And you your her body and her looks have gotten her very far. They've made her very rich. I'm not mad at her for that. But now it's time to have a backup plan because that's not going to be around forever. And even if even if you hold on to their life like uh Chris, it ain't going to look as good as it once did. So yeah, you once got that Facetune come off. She probably look. Crazy. Hello, Jigsaw. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> looks different. So, um, yeah, she's like her and uh, Lil Kim, Christian and Lil Kim are like starting to look very similar to me. See. But um, anyway, I think that it's not weird that she's getting her bar, and apparently she and she has the resources to get it done. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, she gonna have no debt. That gonna <laughs> make me like jealous. Absolutely, I think about that with like Sasha. Obama though I think about that with like um what's uh Kamari Simmons younger but daughter. I just always say my thing is I'm like it's not my debt it's the government because I did what y'all told me to do <laughs> and I did it and I wasn't able to afford it so have fun sorting that out and that's how I feel I feel like it's never really not my business huh? yeah because when people get stressed over their I mean it's different if you stress on your student loans and you trying to go to like grad school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, out of all the things I'm stressed about in my life, that's the one that's the most, and it's the most forgiving too. It is. So, and it's like you're paying so much interest that I really have a heart. I feel like it's such a fucking hoax. My shit was like, defer, defer. Yeah, seriously. De- I just, de- I defer. don't, I don't care I right got now. It, I ain't got it. And I, I can't it. wait to one day get rich and just be like, oh, that's not that much. Like, sometimes I look at what people pay for chains, and I know it's not their fault that I'm poor, but mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that really could have been my student loan. Like, Gee. right there. That that car, that, that really, and it's like, as long as there's some people in this world where my student loans is like my crisis and it's a chain to someone else, I'm not going to give a fuck because that drives me crazy. So yeah. I'm like, I just do my best. Yeah, I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Yeah. Sure did. And don't give up. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about Russell Wilson. Quick shouts to him. He is now the highest paid. Uh, what is this report? Say? NFL player. Yeah, he's the highest paid NFL player right now. And he's also has Sierra. And he's also just a non-problematic. I'm happy for so him. So far that we know of black men. He just, he's doing what he, he doing what needs to be done. I want to be as like peaceful as him. Yeah. And I think that like, he just, he just wants to be the good guy. Mm-hmm. And he is. And I like that. I want more power, uh, powerful, kind, non-problematic representation of sports players. Because yeah, he's a very sweet guy. But you know what? When you really think about it, uh, we got Russell Wilson, we got Steph Curry, and we got LeBron. We got, even though he was shitty at one point, Dwayne Wade. We do have a lot of these players who Sweetest. are trying to, you know, really, really do the right thing. And I'm sure there are more. I just don't be doing sports like that. But yeah, I'm just happy. Like he, I feel like with with Sierra on his side, he feel like there's nothing he can't do. Mm, that's so sweet. I I know he made this video. <laughs> As somebody was like, imagine just smashing uh some Sierra cakes and then <laughs> making a video. <laughs> cause she was like up nuzzled up oh, under yeah. him. It was very clear that he just <laughs> he was cause he he was talking in a real deep ass voice. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm just blessed. Oh yeah, when I'm guys are from experience, I know when guys that talk real proper have sex, they change their voice. Yeah, they start sounding like they host the fucking quiet storm. Yeah, it's just like what? What did you talk? You were yeah. That's definitely scientific fact. <laughs> that nerds, after they do their thing in the bedroom, 
They were, hi, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> At first. And then afterwards, they like, yeah, I think I'm all. They're like, home. yeah, take this. Um, <laughs> no. I oh, was gonna, that's what I was talking about. But I, sorry, I start getting all these voices in my head. <laughs> and I was about to share. And I was like, no, 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 no. I will keep that to myself because I can't imagine how I will feel after saying it out loud. So please. <laughs> no. One time. All right. I say it. <laughs> you're so easy. Well, since you're begging. Uh, so one time. Very recently, this guy. Say it. Listen. Uh, you building up a fucking story. <laughs> That's how you keep the listeners. But, um. He was like real a real nerd or whatever. And then he's like, show me to your bedroom. <laughs> show me to your bedroom. He said, You wanna show me your bedroom? I was like, sure. He said, with this gun and this hell hell high. Oh my daddy said, stop. I really like that song. It reminds me of my father. Now you're ruining it. Um <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm paralyzed with like discomfort. Cause in the moment, I was like, I'll show you whatever you want. But now I'm like, ew, that was corny. Um, anyway, so fuck, we talk about Payla. Oh no, Russell's. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Payla. Um, I was I wonder if they've ever met, but <laughs> what? Oh, this is something I gotta get off my chest. What? So as we was like talking, I was like looking on Instagram and I got so fucking annoyed because Cardi B and Offset got a song coming out and she like on her knees, look not on her knees, but she bent down, he over. I'm like, I am so tired of them telling me about their sex. Like, we get it. Y'all had a child, y'all fuck. We get it. Leave us alone. Leave me alone. But what was the picture? I'm sorry. It's for her new song. But Clout. you said she was on her floor. She no, was she was her- she was like just on her not on her knees, but she was like um bending down and he was like standing up in front of her and she like looked like she was like unzipping it unzipping and looked like she was unzipping his pants or something yeah no thanks I'm and sorry. i'm just like that's for the kids that's how i feel yeah it's this picture i'm like leave us alone like leave yeah. us alone also like i, I just um, i only like when a certain couples do projects together that is beyonce and jay-z that is uh, Will Smith and Jada. And I feel like because when they do stuff, they're actual partners and they're not trying to market like, ooh, look at this. Look just, at this. We're getting this group. We're just, getting this group. We're getting this target audience. We're getting that target. I just yeah. don't like it. I'm not a fan, but I will be. I'll be tuning into the uh, the thing. I don't listen to any of Allset's music. Yeah, I hear he's I really like good. He like, and then the gun. And I got that one run. I got four kids. And then the hit. And then the hit. the hit. Yeah, I mean, that definitely could have been on the album. And if it was in his voice, wouldn't nobody, wouldn't, I said, wouldn't, wouldn't nobody, nobody wouldn't have been able to say shit. <laughs> Scared as shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Wendy Williams finally decided to leave that no good shit bag of a husband of hers. Yes. I've never called anybody a shit bag before. <laughs> Get the fuck out. So, Wendy Williams split from her longtime, I'm about to say her longtime boyfriend. <laughs> remember husband. that? Remember that from uh, uh, <laughs> 16 and Pregnant? <laughs> her mom yeah she's like Janelle is out with oh, her yeah. boyfriend <laughs> she's like Kifa <laughs> she was a fucking loony bin that's the one who was like she's like what are you smoking she's like weed was it that, was it that girl 
Janelle? Yeah, yeah, I think that was her. Yeah. Janelle, yeah, with your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, her, it was her husband and manager, Kevin Hunter. He allegedly fathered a child. Manager, air quotes. Mm-hmm. He allegedly fathered a child with his mistress, and it came out to light. But honestly, I feel like he's been fathering kids for the last six to seven years. All right? <laughs> Me too. So I'm like, it <laughs> just came to light. What's light? Because I feel like I'm... I have no in on Hollywood, and I've been knowing. <laughs> been cheating. Yeah, I feel like since I was a kid. Since I was in high school, yeah. I know that he wasn't shit. <laughs> and I felt like part of it growing up was like, all right, I ain't got no like true proof. <laughs> I just think maybe I assume because Wendy Williams is funny looking, if she got a man, he got to be cheating and being with her for the money. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. But the rumors have definitely been circulating. I said circulating. They've definitely <laughs> been circulating around for well beyond just this last most recent really strong push that this was the truth. True. Like even Evelyn. <laughs> Lazada. What Evelyn said about, you know, her husband buying and some seven, shoes. Seven. I'll never forget that. That shit was hurtful. But um, yeah. I don't so wear seven. They were they were actually married for 21 years. Sheesh. Um and Wendy Williams, apparently, this was according to a source, so who knows how true this is. Wendy is telling people she had no idea she had been having he had been having an affair, but when she found out the details, it turned out he had been seeing the woman he had a baby with for fifteen to sixteen years. Really? <laughs> Yo, how you know? I'm sorry, you not cheated on me for 15 years. <laughs> Cause when I find out you ain't gonna be able to cheat with nobody ever again. It's like what? Like that's too damn long to be keeping a secret. It's not like it was like oh, a vi- like pop, like it was like you know, it's like a long string. He was in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They was dating. Is is it really cheating at that point? Exactly. They was a couple. You a sister wife. Yeah. That's all that is. Oh my God. (laughs) But uh, Hunter, aka Kevin, which I fucking, uh. I hate, I just hate, like, I know it's a lot of people named Kevin, but like, when she (laughs) said. I know it's a lot of people named Kevin, but but when she say Kevin, it just like makes me mad because he seemed like he full of shit. <laughs> yeah, he just seemed like a Kevin that just sit on the couch and be like, like he not your fucking manager. He not. He doesn't. Yeah, she made him the executive producer. He's just a nigga that busted. Yeah. Bust oh my down. god. But um, yeah, she like Kev, Kev, Kevin. But anyway, Kevin said twenty years ago, I met an amazing woman. Oh, I'm about to be proud. I'm about to say, he didn't say beautiful, but sorry. Sorry, but that's what you, if you describing me and you don't say beautiful, I'm going to be mad. But 28 well, years like ago, mm-hmm, 28 years ago, I met an amazing woman, Wendy Williams. At this time, <laughs> I didn't realize that she would not only become my wife, but will also change the face of entertainment in the world. He also meant to say my cash cow, but whatever. T. I have dedicated most of our life to the business empire that it's Wendy Williams Hunter, a person that I truly love and respect unconditionally. I am not proud of my recent actions and take full accountability and apologize to my wife, my family, and her amazing fans. I am going to continue. I'm going through a time of self-reflection and trying to, to right my wrongs no matter what the outcome is or what the future hold we are still the hunter family and i will continue to work with her. no for, we are not we're not hunter. working together we're not shit anymore don't call me your family don't talk about the hunters this that is wendy williams not wendy williams hunter woo, woo, you can say whatever feel you want it, feel it, feel it. 
Like, how you doing? Like, please. That song slaps. It did. I was trying to watch that earlier. My mom was like, I, I, I got to watch Wendy Williams. I'm like, apparently that's really she, the fucking news for you. She threw a little bit of shade uh, about the whole situation. Oh, yeah. My mom was telling me the deets on it. Yeah. She said, Wendy was like, oh, I'm cutting up this summer. I'm like, thanks for that report. I can't wait. This is so funny to me. My mom probably don't know shit about that church burn, but she know Wendy was got the <laughs> She's like, no, sure, what? No. She talking about you talking about that little hunchback. But um, I think it's so funny that Wendy Williams going to act up. Can somebody do me a favor and edit an act up challenge with Wendy Williams? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Please, 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 please. 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 I wish I, I was fast editing. Please, somebody edit. Wendy Williams, like different pictures of her, like on the beach, <laughs> pictures of her, like with no makeup on. The, that picture Pic- of her walking with those Tims on. <laughs> <laughs> picture of oh no, my picture of her passing out. <laughs> but just of oh, pictures of Wendy Williams for the act up challenge, <laughs> same way y'all did. Um, Jordan Woods. Yes, mm-hmm. I want this so bad. Man, Real ass so bitch give a fuck by the nigga. I can't wait for her to be on the beach with a triangle bikini top on. <laughs> yeah, she like busting open with them skinny ass legs. <laughs> no, I like she had to go to hospital. She already. But you ever see that picture? Like it's like the skeleton with like booty shorts on. <laughs> Fifty Cent gonna have a ball. That's all I got to say. Fifty Cent gonna have delete a ball. It, delete his Instagram. She don't give a shit about him. She not gonna stop talking about him. Yeah. I love that. I, I love, love that, that about her. They also, can say whatever they she want. Call him fifty. Yeah, <laughs> that's so disrespectful. <laughs> she says so. Fifty is having <laughs> issues with money. <laughs> I love when you win. My pro- that's definitely one of my problematic faves, <laughs> along with Fifty Cent. So when they go with it, I go yes. Um, yeah. So th- I'm just I'm excited to see her act up, act up challenge feature on Wendy Williams. That's what's <laughs> going to be the summer of 2019. Stripes on my ass, so I call this pussy Ew! Oh, I hope she man. never say that. <laughs> she was like stripes on my ass. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the rest, but I can't. No. So he called this pussy tigger, right? <laughs> no, she gonna say so. I call this pussy tigger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're like, sure. Um, so <laughs> for the sunken place, time to move on into a very serious um <laughs> sorry. Sunken. I'm in the type Wendy Williams in and I'm type like literally Wendy. Like it's Wendy outside. <laughs> <laughs> we love a grammatical uh, genius. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, and then you said this is very serious, and I just said some dumb shit. That's all right, you had to get it out, had to get it out. Okay, so for the sunken place, we're gonna put in a Fox News anchor. Um, named Laura Ingram. So, er, like last year, sometime Laura was actually uh had some fire up under her ass for um making shitty uh, shitty comments about uh like she pretty much was mocking the Parkland shooting survivors. So, like, why has she been out of a job? Yeah, so she was facing a boycott then, but she apologized and being the white woman she is, serving the she white people that she serve who are just heartless themselves she was forgiven i mean she's on fox news she would definitely been fired from like an msnbc or cnn or Mm -hmm. any channel other than fox news but you know being that that channel fuels racism Mm -hmm. she just and hatred she just did what she was supposed to do but recently uh in a segment she pretty much was mocking nipsey hustle because 
I would have just appreciated, because she felt like she had to, I would have just appreciated if Fox News didn't say anything. Because you know the type of demographic that you serve won't care about his this tragedy regardless of if he deserved it, if he didn't, which he didn't. But you know because he's black, they're going to automatically assume, oh, wasn't he gang affiliated at one point? Yeah. <laughs> what, did you, what was he doing there? Uh. Was he a nigger? Like, you know, it's going to always be some shit with them. So to even report on it is one thing, but then to have the, the fucking goal to just mock him. Yeah. Mock him and then... And be wrong. And be big wrong. So she... uh you know, mocked him on a broadcast calling him a deer artist. And then she played a portion of the 2016 song FDT uh, recorded by YG. And it featured Nipsey Hussle, which, you know, the chorus pretty much was like, fuck Donald Trump. Do I know this song? Absolutely not. But you've heard it before, right? Yeah. I, I, I didn't hear it, but like, Fuck Donald Trump is such... It's like, hey, good morning. Fuck Donald Trump. Like, it's one of those things where no one should be shocked that people say fuck Donald Trump. Like, it's known that he's probably one of the most hated presidents ever. Person in general. Person in general. Worldwide. So, if somebody does say fuck Donald Trump at any point in their life, the moment they die, you shouldn't use it as an opportunity to be like, well, he was a bad person. He said fuck Donald Trump. Everybody say Donald Trump. (laughs) Fuck Donald Trump. Like, what? How dare you use that and make fun of somebody's death when I can guarantee you he has done more for the community then you will ever never, be able to Fox do. News people don't do shit for a community. They don't do shit. They just all are a bunch of... And that's why they believe what they believe because all they care about is themselves, their salary. Um, they probably would... Um, if they had the chance to, they probably would kill each other. Yeah, well, she goes, okay, that's a creative refrain. The chorus that goes on and on is related to the lowest unemployment ever, basically for African-Americans. So she tried to use this song... That wasn't even by Nipsey Hussle to frame his mindset. Like, did you really think that that was appropriate? Yeah. So naturally, a bunch of other rappers, um, like T.I., The Game, Snoop Dogg. T.I. always there to say something. You can count on him. As long as it's not a black woman. <laughs> well, I know it was. I know you said something about Lauren London, but like as you said last week, it's all about the man that they're attached to. Mm-hmm. Not to take away anything, but like you said, he's always there to defend other black men. He mm-hmm. is. Um, the game, same with him. Yeah. Snoop Dogg say the fuck he want regardless. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, I feel like Snoop Dogg would defend me at work if he, somebody was being rude He is to so me. unhinged. He said that. I love it. He said you fake if you don't have a black uh, wife. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Snoop Dogg, somebody that when he's like, if he your dad and he start cursing a waiter out, you got to put your hand over his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he like, let me tell you something, you dumb bitch. You fucking bitch. You like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm trying to find the exact quote, but he's basically said like, you fake. And I love that Snoop Dogg has like a silk press curls in. He be having his hair like in pink And he curls. had his nails. His, remember, did you remember he had a... Um, 
he had a French manicure and he was like smoking weed and he said French tips for that French um, drip or something like that. Like, cause he was smoking. And- no. So I was watching Martha Stewart on QVC the other day because she actually was selling, like, I just wanted to see what her <laughs> line looked like. She was selling some really cool, like skinny uh, paint splattered jeans and Martha Whoa, Stewart, they were really cool and they were like jeggings. And then Martha Stewart said on air, so these are Snoop's favorite pants. I walked up <laughs> one set with them and he asked me for a pair. So she said, so I'm going to get a pair of these custom made for Snoop Dogg. Immediately, I wanted the jeans. I'm like, fucking so. The fact that Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg are just such best friends. friends. <laughs> like, that's so funny. That is so funny. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart is like us and Peter. <laughs> True. <laughs> but we all we flip flop with who's Martha Stewart and who's Snoop Dogg. Cause sometimes he's a good he's Did your titty just pop out? Did it? Oh no, that's my that's my role. <laughs> my role under my titty look like my titty. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> that was definitely I was good. like, whoa! No, mommy. No, it's my fat roll. Sabrina, no, I think it was just no. It wasn't my titty. Look, I see. No, that's like we. That's like a roll over your pants. We all had it. No, my titty here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, because <laughs> it was so quick. I just didn't know what I saw. No, it was my roll. I mean, I definitely flashed you my whole vagina like two times within the two last two weeks. So we're not going to pretend like I'm. <laughs> but I was laughing because you had to tell me. You was like, Iman, your underwear are not covered and everything. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, we're friends, so. <laughs> and plus, you got to be there when I give birth, so get oh, used to it. I have to be in the room? Mm-hmm. Oh, if you I rich, know. can you make them put more people in the room <laughs> than what the hospital policy says? If they say I can't feed, I'm like, it's fine. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to push. <laughs> oh, my God, you're sick. You're sick. I'm like, you only heard it yourself. <laughs> I have a vein in my forehead. I'm like... I really feel like you would do some weird shit like that. Because I don't, I'm not comfortable right now. <laughs> I'm only comfortable when everybody in the room that I want in the room. Just you, mom. If they're like either your husband <laughs> or Sabria, I'm like, fucking beat it, Jack. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> fucking hit the road. <laughs> Got nothing for you, King. <laughs> what the fuck was he talking about? Fuck that Fox News reporter. Fuck She's Fox trash. News, period. Yeah. Period. And of course, they have, haven't have released any <laughs> statement. They've been under like big fire, but no apology. Like, you were wrong. You were wrong about mm-hmm. the who, him releasing that song. And even if you were right, you still use that as... Op- like, what goes through these people's mind? How many times do they have to be dragged? In it's fucking staying in the membrane. It's a kink. They love it. They God. love being like... Ugh. Yes, guess who we upset today? The niggers. Fucking weirdos. Such fucking so yeah, weirdos. just anybody who uses another person's death as a, a time to talk about. I mean, I mean, it's different if there's somebody like that XXX in person. Like I said, I always do the 80-20% rule. If they're 80% good and they're 20% bad, that sounds like they're human to me. But if they're 20% uh, good and 80% bad, then it sounds like they're a demon to me. Yeah. And in that case, it's fine to be like, I'm not going to like you know memorialize this person because of this. But if they were a mostly good person and you just didn't like some of the things that they said or some of the things they did, you just need to be quiet if you have nothing good to say because there are a lot of people that are hurt right now and they don't want to hear that shit Mm -hmm. 
Um, all right, moving on into common sense. <laughs> wow. Uh felt that. Um felt we're gonna we're gonna talk about how we're learning to love our bodies because you know at one point we talked about our fitness journey for common senses and just like you know how we made a healthy switch but just because you're doing the right thing doesn't mean you love your body all the time Mm -hmm. and it's a journey it's a constant up and down because I know I'm very I'm a very confident presenting person actually I think we both seem to be very Mm -hmm. confident presenting but we both have our own struggles and we are dealing with it in our own way yep. as to how we just kind of learn to be more body positive um ourselves. So like, I don't know, do you want to kick it off? So with me, um, I'm starting to get more confident um, with the possibility of probably wearing a two piece because with me, what helps is following women who are bigger than me yes, or, you know, the same size as me and seeing them do it. Like, for me, with, like, body stuff, representation really does matter. Um, because I'm like, oh, like, this is how you do it? Oh, so I can do this, too. Like, I'm like not going to be scared. Because, like, the dress I wore for my birthday, I would have never worn it if um, I didn't see uh, fashion over curve models wearing it. Or, you know, somebody, like, that has the same body shape or because the person I saw wear the dress um, is like this makeup artist who is like very, very curvy. And I'm like, oh, she wore it. I can wear it. So like seeing stuff like that makes me feel very good about myself. Also realizing that um, everybody fucking gets fat. Um, it's just like people that I like went to school with um, a lot of them that was like smaller than me and like, high school or middle school they're fucking huge now and i'm like that's like that really helps me because i'm like (laughs) the people's bodies just fluctuates and we're all just sex of skin like at the end of the day that's how i feel no um to your point though (laughs) i think we all like uh, just the way social media can make us feel really shitty about ourselves from just seeing all these in my opinion, hyper attractive people. Sometimes you see people that are so flawless and they don't have nothing to do with no plastic cert, nothing. They just are naturally beautiful on their own. And you see that and it can kind of make you feel like that's the only one way. It's only one way to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. But then on the other hand, you see so many other representations of beauty and it's just kind of realizing where you you fit in. Mm -hmm. And not everybody is going to be a uh, picture perfect, petite, tiny, long hair. Like that's not everybody's whole thing. And mm-hmm. it's fine. It's not that's not boring. That's not wrong. That's just one type of beautiful. And like I see uh so many like really confident, like curvy women who just kind of own it and own kind of like being a little bit more like masculine and, adro- and androgynous. And to me, that is just so sexy. So when I see women with like short hair, when I see women with tattoos and curves and afros who are just like really, really becoming characters mm-hmm. online that has inspired me, like same with like my blonde hair. Like I, at one point I think I, I was upset with who I was because I wasn't like other people and sometimes I just wanted to blend in. Mm-hmm. But when you are as tall as I am and just kind of have my energy, you can't do that. But now that I've stopped trying to blend in and just really, really 
started living my life like a movie or like I was a character, I feel so much happier and I realize I'm not for the regular Joe. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not for just the everyday Joe Schmo. Like, I'm not for that. I'm for somebody who can really, really appreciate a woman who wants to be amused. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get that, you're not for me. If you're basic in, in that way to the point where my look is too much for you, I already know we won't have shit else to talk about. So it, it's just kind of been... Social media... As much as it can kind of fuck with my confidence, it has definitely helped me to when I just see so many other people owning it. And when I share photos of myself where sometimes I think like, oh, I look all right. But really seeing people be like, oh, no, you definitely like you look amazing. You look good. It makes it just makes me feel great about myself. Yeah. Also, in realizing that people that you may think are flawless and like, oh, my God, she's so thin, like, she's this and the third, she has this, and realizing that, you know, they have their own insecurities as well. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, And I, like, I know it sounds so corny, but realizing that confidence is sexy is also, like, a big, 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 big key because some people that I know, it don't have anything to do with them being attractive in a traditional sense mm-hmm. this goes for like men that i'm attracted to that goes this goes for just random people that i see online you're like yo that confidence they have tells me everything i need to know about them and i know it's not always easy to mm-hmm. be confident but getting a habit of faking it until you make it when i don't feel good you won't get you won't get me to publicly admit that i look bad because i'm like i don't want to feed myself my subconscious that negativity about the way that I look because then I'll start presenting that way to the world like I want to always say like um Iman this is not yeah you're not going to look like a like a uh like you're going to like you're partying in DC every night Mm -hmm. you're not going to look like a snack every single day sometimes you're going to look like a little diet snack (laughs) like you know you're not going to look like an absolute Thanksgiving meal every single day but that just kind of makes those moments where you really do throw that shit on a little bit better like it's it's fine and like you're not on earth to be attractive like exactly and also, um, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, a new thing that I think is what other people think of me is none of my business. It really isn't. It really isn't any of your business. And, like, I think that it's really easy to be, um, com- like, even though we don't always consider ourselves, like, conventionally attractive, other people do. Mm-hmm. But it's really easy sometimes to be like, well, I'm not on earth for this. No, we're, a lot, we're, we're, we're not a lot of people's type. Like, especially me being as tall as I am mm-hmm. in a world where it seems like every nigga is 5'11". Like, it's just, it's not easy. To, you know, sometimes I feel like I am I have to sell myself to people. Mm-hmm. And then I take a step back and I'm like, yo, fuck. fuck. I, I am who I am. And I can't live not embracing who I am entirely. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as a, a hideous person. Oh, another reason I feel like we are doing so well with body positivity is because we make fun of ourselves. <laughs> True. I find Very that, like, true. calling myself, like, making fun of my body, um, jokingly knowing that it's not the truth also kind of helps me to loosen up and not think that how I look is the most important thing in the world. Yep. Like, it's okay. Like, when I do look funny making a joke because I know I'm going to look good the next day, it's all it's all part of it. Also seeing memes where it's like, um, my favorite style of meme is like when it's like me on a weekday and then it's like me on the weekends. Cause I'm like, that's so relatable. Cause like, especially working, um, 
like in retail now where it's like you feel like you have like no days off. It's like sometimes I see girls that I think that's super bad and they just come to work just looking, you know, whatever. And then you find them on social media and it's like, whoo. It's like because everybody need an off time. Exactly. Everybody just because also social media is just a captured moment. People don't look like that all the time. No, they don't. And there's a lot of apps that people use. Hello. Hello. And one thing I just, I refuse to do, and this is no shade, I refuse to compare myself to people who have had plastic surgery. I It's not fair. I'm not doing that. Like, because I don't know if you, before. No, true. You could have looked just like me. <laughs> not that I look like that bad but i'm just saying before you we could have had the exact same issues and you just chose to get them fixed that's fine but i'm not gonna be comparing my titties to your titties and yours have been done i'm not gonna be comparing my ass to your ass and your ass have been done Mm -hmm. none of that and like it's just mm -mm. yeah because i learned there from when the first time when i lost weight and i was like i swore i'm like oh i got a big butt like i got hips once my stomach get lower my butt is gonna look like i'm gonna probably be built like Kim Kardashian and I lost weight and I did not at all because like I don't have an arch in my back and like that's fine and um and I haven't had surgery so I'm not gonna look like that and after that it was like very humbling and I was like oh okay (laughs) yeah and it's weird because my body has changed so many times in my young life like I know that sounds very dramatic but my body has changed so many times times to the point where I can look at pictures and I look like three different people like I've gone through a that really awkward teenager chubby no butt flat chest just unproportionate <laughs> if, if we're being honest just un uh, not not my favorite body um I'll say that uh, I've gone through that phase but I was really confident at that time you know and then I've gone through a phase where I got really really thin and I didn't even notice until I look at pictures of myself like wow I was like actually really small and you know now I'm at this phase where I feel like I'm in a happy medium but I have what I didn't have before which is fucking curves and I think that what has followed me throughout all these bodies even when I knew that one of those bodies wasn't conventionally attractive was like the self-love. Like you have to have that at the beginning because you think that if you don't have self-love, but you just somehow get the body that you want, it'll come and it won't. It, it won't. really won't. What it will won't. come is more criti- self-criticism. Yes. So you have to talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend. That's what I'm doing now. Like, um, you know, trying to, you know, I have fries tonight. I'm trying to get back into, like, you know, getting back to losing weight for myself. And this time, I'm appreciating the body that I have now. Because every time I lose weight, even last year, lost weight, I would talk down on myself. Look back at pictures from last year, this summer. And I'm like, what the fuck? I looked great. And, like, even from before, when I was, like, my smallest I've ever been in my life, I was, like, oh, I'm still this and a third. And I'm looking back at pictures. And I'm, like, what the fuck? I look great. So now I'm not – I'm trying not to be mean to myself and appreciate my body now so I can appreciate the body that I'm going to – like, the body that I'm trying to transform into. Yeah. Because self- when you because when you don't talk to yourself nicely – you go back to square one and you keep on starting over and Exactly. Over you don't appreciate anything. You can never clap for yourself and how far you've come and the, the, the habits that you've changed. Like, 
a lot of people will look at your like diet and say being veganism is their ultimate goal and you do it with ease every day. Mm-hmm. But when you have no self-love, you can't recognize how that is a really cool thing to, you know, to do. And when I lose, when I lose weight, I'm always like, oh, what's, I'm still, I always had them beautiful. I, I refuse to say, oh, <laughs> I mean, I might jokingly say back when I was hideous, but it's because people in my life who knew me during that time, you knew that that wasn't my energy. Mm-hmm. You knew that my energy wasn't outside of being a regular high school girl. I wasn't self-conscious. I always thought I was like a bad bitch. And I wasn't wrong because, like, it's the confidence that, that made me that way. Being mm-hmm. bigger doesn't make me less attractive. Being smaller doesn't make me more attractive. Being healthy and in a great mindset being mentally at peace is when I feel my most beautiful, and that's why I'm happy with where I am now. And it has nothing to do with the physical; it has everything to do with just my mind and my body, like the health, mm-hmm. like how I feel health wise. So, yeah, talk to yourself like you're a friend. If you find yourself saying, "Oh, I look this way," I feel hideous. I am this. Would you talk to your best friend that way? I hope not. <laughs> I really do hope not. Don't talk to yourself that way. Mm-hmm. Every and it's not that I don't do it sometimes, but you have to catch yourself. Whether it's about your body or if it's about a goal that you're trying to accomplish, catch yourself and talk to yourself the way you would talk to a friend. Actually, Crystal, um, host of the Read, who I love, she was just saying her therapist told her to talk to to take care of herself like she would take care of herself as a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I so thought nice. that she was saying it's so much work. And self self love and like self care is is work, it is work. But you benefit at the end. So like, sometimes you gotta talk to yourself like you're six years old or like you're six months old, and just don't forget don't forget that. Don't be so busy trying to console everyone else that you talk to yourself like like a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that on that. Guys, reach out to us if you have any more questions on just body positivity. Or if you just need help getting out of a rut, because we are here. We are just here to listen. Um, make sure um, you continue to leave us the reviews on Apple Podcasts. They're growing. They're phenomenal. Five stars is what we love. But, you know, we want you to be honest. Um, but, yeah, the more, the merrier. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can also find me on Instagram at Imamate, and you can find me on Twitter at It's Mate. And you can find me on Instagram at It's Frankenfem, right? Yeah, sure. It's Frankenfem. <laughs> and on Twitter, Frankenfem underscore. <laughs> Noise. So, anything going on with you this week? Um, no. This okay. Works. All right. That's cool. Um, I go to the gynecologist tomorrow and uh, shout out to her. Shouts to my favorite place on earth. <laughs> oh, we keep in. And uh, <laughs> also, I am going to. Oh, my little cousin goes on prime tomorrow. Oh, sh- wait. Really? Yeah, Deja goes on her junior prime. Tomorrow? Yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> yeah, she'll be there. Junior? Junior Prime, yes. Junior I thought Prime. she was a senior. Uh, please don't. Don't rush this. No. Damn, I'm so mad I can't see her all. I know. I'm happy because my little cousin has like the little amber rose, like shaved, blonde head right now. She's just so alternative. And I love that she's not cracking, although like 
her parents are always like, be more girly. And she's like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> like, I just, I just love it. I love that she's so fucking cool. Ruffle. Yeah, so check out my Instagram story tomorrow because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, after I leave my OBGYN appointment, it's all about her. Like, I am her slave. Whatever she needs me to do, I am doing. I can't so wait. Close. I have no little sister, so she is my little sister. Um, and I'm excited. So, yeah, that's about it for this week's episode. Bye. Peace.